We shall fight with growing confidence and growing strength in the air. We shall fight on the beaches. We shall fight on the landing grounds. We shall fight in the fields and in the streets. We shall never surrender until in God's good time, the new world, with all its power and might, steps forth to the rescue and the liberation of people. In times of universal deceit, truth is the only rebellion left. A 17-year-old college student loses her mind and starts screaming, F you, get the F off my campus, to a speaker who's challenging the ontological insanity of transgenderism. And in the meantime, a Republican House member in Oklahoma votes against stopping this nonsense. I'm Dr. Everett Piper, and this is The Rebellion. Good morning and welcome to The Rebellion. Thank you for listening into the show. Before we even get started today, I want you to get out a pen or a pencil and a piece of paper, and I want you to write this down. I really want you to do this. You need to write this information down so that you can make some contacts. After you listen to this show, you therefore can make a difference. And even if you don't live in Oklahoma and you're listening to today's show, I want you to write this information down because you can still email and you can still make phone calls regardless of where you live. This is important. Why is it important if you don't live in Oklahoma? Because what happens in Oklahoma isn't going to stay in Oklahoma. And if the canary in the coal mine is dying in Oklahoma, that is a harbinger of things to come for your community. Do you hear me? This is, I'll say it again, this is a harbinger of things to come for your community if you don't take action. So write this stuff down. Every listener right now, write it down. I want you to write down Judd Strom, S-T-R-O-M. He is a House representative member in Oklahoma. He's a Republican. I want you to contact him. His email is judd.strom at okhouse.gov. One more time. Judd.strom at okhouse.gov. That's his email. His phone number for his office in Oklahoma City is 405-557-7402. One more time, 405-557-7402. I want you to reach out, and I want you to let him know that you disagree with his vote. His vote against HB 2186, House Bill 2186. He just voted against it, and he's a Republican. He voted against a bill that would stop this translunacy in our public parks, on our sidewalks, in our public spaces here in Oklahoma. Apparently, he doesn't think it's a big deal. I'm going to share a story with you that's hitting the social media right now with regard to a trans student losing her mind and screaming at a speaker on her campus in a way that can frankly, only be described as mentally unstable, insane, if you want to use that language. Some people are even suggesting demonic. It's crazy. It's so bad I can't even play it for you on this show because this show airs on radio and the language would be excluded from the radio program. So I'm just going to have to read 
the particular statement from this student and replace her language with F blank rather than what she's actually saying. So let's take a break, and when I get back, I'll explain this story to you. And again, I want you to contact Representative Judd Strom immediately at his email, judd.strom at okhouse.gov, or his phone number, 405-557-7402. Better yet, do both. Email him and call. Let's take a break. I'm Dr. Everett Piper, and this is The Rebellion, and I'll be right back in a couple minutes. In 1978, George and Kate Tedford set out to protect Oklahoma businesses better. Today, their son and our CEO, Mark Tedford, is excited to carry on his family's legacy. Professional liability, compliance, property, workers' comp, health and life. Tedford Insurance's dedicated team gives you access to the nation's largest insurance providers, negotiates the best rates, and protects their own legacy like no one else. Call 918-299-2345 or tedfordinsurance.com. The Patriot Auto Group, locally owned and operated. The Patriot family of dealerships takes great pride in supporting the communities we serve throughout the great state of Oklahoma. The Patriot Auto Group's charitable work has been recognized throughout Oklahoma. Whether it's visiting one of our local dealerships or simply shopping and buying online with our doorstep delivery, the Patriot Auto Group takes the stress out of buying a new or used vehicle. And every purchase comes with our exclusive peace of mind, Patriot Pledge. You get engines for life, plus one-year maintenance and 10 full years of roadside assistance, plus so much more. Sure, we can sell you a car, but supporting our community and lending a hand to our neighbors in need? Sold. The Patriot Auto Group. Proud Oklahomans in the communities we serve. Okay, welcome back to The Rebellion. This is the story I want to use as a springboard to discuss Judd Strom's vote against House Bill 2186. And again, I want to emphasize this. I know a lot of you listening are from out of state. Ohio, Kentucky, uh, Michigan, Indiana, Texas, Kansas, Arkansas, and whatnot. I know that I've got listeners from out of state and outside Oklahoma. But this is just as important to you as it is anyone else because what happens in Vegas doesn't stay in Vegas. And what is happening in Oklahoma is not going to stay in Oklahoma. If the reddest of red states can't get this one right, do you think your state will? If you have Republican legislators in Oklahoma that can't get this trans lunacy right, then do you think your elected officials will? Your GOP representatives, do you think they're going to vote the right way? If they're watching Oklahoma and they say, well, if the reddest of red states goes down this path, surely we've got cover. We're going to do the same thing. This is very important. So I don't care where you live. I don't care where you're listening from. I want you to pick up the phone and I want you to call Judge Strom's number as I gave it to you. And I want you to email him. Again, I'm going to give it to you again. Here's his contact information. Judd, J-U-D-D, dot Strom, S-T-R-O-M, at okhouse.gov. That's his email. And his phone number at his office at the state capitol in Oklahoma City is 405-557-7402. You need to tell him you disagree with his vote against House Bill 2186. 
Now, let me share with you the story of the 17-year-old trans student screaming at a speaker on her campus. And I want you to hear this story. I wish I could play the audio for you because it loses so much when I just read what she says versus to you listening to the guttural demonic screams as she says this to a speaker on her campus in a classroom, a guy who's just trying to challenge the ontological, biological, logical insanity of the trans argument. Okay, and I've made that repeatedly on this show. This guy says, the speaker says, there's no such thing as a trans person. He's basically agreeing with Gore Vidal, who said there's no such thing as a homosexual person any more than there is a heterosexual person. And then Gore Vidal went on and said, these are behavioral adjectives, close quote. The point here is these are behavioral choices. They're not human identity. And if you open up Pandora's box to these subjective identity claims, where is it going to stop? You could identify as anything that is logically and scientifically wrong. A man can't claim he's a woman. He's not. A woman can't claim she's a man. She's not. You can't claim that you're a picture frame. You're not a picture frame. You're a human being. Those are just (laughs) logical facts. I'm sorry, people. I don't care what you think or how you feel. If your identity is contrary to reality, there's something wrong with you. Okay? And that should not be enabled by our legislators and those people we elect to enforce our laws and to keep our culture and our country sane. Okay? You deal with these things by confronting them, calling these things what they are. They're disorders. They're wrong. They are contrary to truth and fact and reality and science. Don't tell me that you're pro-science when you start denying the science of biology, physiology, DNA, and genetics. You're not pro-science if you're going to deny all that stuff and claim that a man can steal a woman's identity, the ultimate form of misogyny, and take her privileges that are legally hers, her bathroom, her shower, her sport, her scholarship, take it away from her and blackface her and mock her in the public square through your drag queen performances. And all the while, invite young children to these performances while you groom them into sexual and moral nihilism and confusion so that they will follow this ugly path of science-denying moral nihilism. It's, it's a lack of reality. It's a disconnect from the real world to the ultimate extreme, and it's insulting to women. All right, the 17-year-old trans student screams, and I quote, I'm 17 years old. I'm a political science major. My pronouns are he, him, and they, and I'm trans, so you need to shut the F up and get the F off my campus. F-U-F-U. And then there's a guttural demonic scream as she's actually being videoed by smartphones from her other students in the classroom. This thing has gone viral. Millions of people are watching this today. Again, I want you to hear what she said, and I wish I could play it for you. The language aside, you need to know what you're dealing with. The anger, the venom, the hate, the dysfunction, the lack of mental stability, the lack of maturity, this adolescent pout that says, I'm 17 years old. I'm a political science major. My pronouns are he, him, and they, and I'm trans, and you need to shut the F up 
and get the F off my campus. F-U-F-U, and then a guttural scream. So here's my point. This is our fault. This is what we've created. When you mix narcissistic self-infatuation that's being taught in our schools with the therapeutic deism that's being preached in our churches, what are you going to get? You're going to get this monster of our own making, a monster that then turns to destroy its own creator. You might want to go back and read the novel Frankenstein about how this monster was created and ultimately this ugly thing, a creation of the arrogance of man, the ultimate pinnacle of our arrogance, God-denying arrogance of the human being. We create this monster that we think is going to be something that will advance science and human civilization. This monster, ultimately, ugly as it is, turns to destroy its own creator. This is exactly what we're experiencing right now in our culture. And in the meantime, Judge Strom, a Republican in Oklahoma, votes against HB 2186. So what's this bill that he just voted against? Well, it's a bill sponsored by a conservative Republican by the name of Kevin West from Moore, Oklahoma. And it's a bill that would stop this trans lunacy and the concurrent grooming of our children toward this particular confusion and worldview. This confusion, this insanity that you heard in this quote that I just read to you from the 17-year-old college student. All right, here's what Kevin West, Representative West, says about this bill. The bill states, It shall be unlawful in the state of Oklahoma for a person to engage in an adult cabaret performance which is harmful to minors or to organize and authorize the viewing of an adult cabaret performance which is harmful to minors on public property or in a location where the adult cabaret performance could be viewed by a minor. The legislation defines adult cabaret performance to include activities that involve topless dancers, go-go dancers, exotic dancers, strippers, drag performers, and similar entertainers. Okay? Now, who in their right mind would disagree with this? Why would you want to expose minors to this stuff? These are adult, quote-unquote, performances that should be held in private locations where minors cannot enter. Period. This is common sense. Even if you want to imbibe these activities, if you've got any moral fiber left in your soul, then you wouldn't want minors there. You don't want to groom minors and confuse them with this type of entertainment, quote-unquote. Now, why in the world did Judd Strom vote against this bill? Well, here's what he says. I'm going to read it to you directly. Strom suggests that HB 2186 could make it illegal for schools in his district to have powder puff football events in which male athletes wear female cheerleader uniforms. (laughs) Are you serious? He goes on and he says this. There are already indecency laws that I think most of our cities, your police officers or whatever, already have the ability to, I guess, weed out or decide if something is indecent and stop it. Okay, that's his quote. Well, first of all, if you don't see the difference between a powder puff football game, to use his analogy and his language, and a drag performance where a male is strutting around, black-facing a woman in sexually provocative clothing and dance, trying to entertain even minors to be intrigued by this behavior. If you don't see the difference between those two things, then 
I, I almost don't know what to say other than you, you're morally confused or you're just disingenuous and dishonest. I don't know what it is. But who in their right mind doesn't see the difference between these two things? Powder puff football and a provocative drag performance? Really, you're going to suggest they're the same thing? And oh, by the way, I think a lot of feminists would agree with me when I suggest that the powder puff football thing isn't appropriate either because it's degrading to females and it's stealing their identity and mocking and maligning them. So maybe you should just stop the powder puff football thing because of the obvious misogyny therein, and likewise recognize that a drag performance is misogyny times 10. It's literally the same thing as dressing up in blackface and mocking African Americans. Now you're dress dressing up in exaggerated makeup and costume and mocking women. And you're going to defend that and put it on the same moral plane as powder puff football. That's a problem. And oh, by the way, suggesting that we already have laws on the books that stop this? He knows we don't, because in Bartlesville, his own backyard, there is total confusion as to what these indecency laws will permit and won't permit, to the extent that the city council in Bartlesville, the mayor, on down through the city council, is confused as to what they can or cannot do to make these things illegal. Because one of these performances was conducted in a public park where your kid could be riding his bicycle through and be exposed to a 45-year-old male who's strutting around trying to groom him sexually while the kid, your kid, is just trying to get through the park to go visit his friend across on the other side of town. And Mr. Strom doesn't have a problem with this because we already have laws on the books. Like I said, that statement is either disingenuous or dishonest or just legally and morally confused. I don't know which one, but call him and tell him that his vote is wrong. I mean, this is where we are as a culture right now, and I've written about this in my book, Grow Up. Life isn't safe, but it's good. Here's, here's something from the introduction of my book that really addresses this nonsense. I say this, we find ourselves in a country that has lost its way, a country where infantilized people of tweets and tantrums dominate the public sphere, where we're immersed in a culture of yelling rather than listening, a society that demands rather than one that has dignity. We live in a time of perpetual adolescence and grown-up children, not one of mature adults that have truly grown up. What's my point there? This adolescent way of thinking that if I feel it, that's who I am. If I want it, that's my identity. If I desire it, that's my definition. This is the thinking of a two-year-old. This is the thinking of a hormone-driven 12-year-old or 14-year-old. This is a temper tantrum in the grocery store demanding that plastic toy. And when the parent gives in and enables the child and actually rewards the tantrum, what are you going to get? You're going to get perpetual adolescence an infantilized culture that has never grown up. I go on in my introduction in my book. I say this, we know that bad behavior, the bad behavior that we see reported in the nightly news has a cause, and that the juvenile tantrums we're watching did not just spring out of thin air. We intuitively understand that this immaturity, self-absorption, and pervasive narcissism doesn't just spring from a vacuum. It has a cause. Americans instinctively know that the childish pouts of me and mine 
like the 17-year-old quote that I just read to you, we can go back. We know that these childish tantrums, these pouts of me and mine, can almost always be traced back to one key source. Bad teaching, bad schools, bad ideas. And Mr. Strom is just demonstrating, I guess, that he's a product of those bad schools and that bad teaching because this is a terrible idea to equate (laughs) powder puff football to a drag queen performance and suggest that it's okay for these drag queens to groom your children on the public sidewalk, on the public street, and in a public park. (laughs) Crazy talk to the extreme. Back to my book, I say this in the introduction, selfishness and this narcissism, this moral nihilism always has a cause, and the cause in great measure can nearly always be traced back to what we teach our children. Solomon was simple and clear, train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old he will not depart. Well, Abraham Lincoln added, the philosophy of the schoolroom in one generation will become the philosophy of the government in the next. So where did Mr. Strom's philosophy of government come from? Well, it came from somewhere. Dare I suggest that it goes back to our schools. And even Hitler understood. He understood this when he warned the civilized world, let me control the textbooks and I will control the state. The bottom line here is this. Ideas have consequences. There's no such thing as a neutral idea. I've talked about this over and over again on this show. Ideas are never neutral. Moral neutrality is a ruse. Live and let live, it doesn't matter what you do, as long as it works for you, is a terrible idea. Because what worked for Hitler didn't work well for a lot of other people, did it? What worked for Pol Pot resulted in a million deaths in the killing fields of Cambodia. What worked for Robespierre resulted in many people losing their head via the guillotine, and ultimately he lost his own by the instrument of his own making. The monster that he created turned on him, and they executed him under the guise of his own worldview. And do you think our civilization is going is going to end any better? Will we not suffer the same fate? Are you going to ignore the warnings of George Santayana who said, who warned us, who told us that he who doesn't learn the lessons of history is doomed to repeat them? Here we are again at the precipice of losing any character, any definition of our culture to the point where we're going to allow our children, five-year-olds, eight-year-olds, ten-year-olds, whatever, to be entertained by adult sexual groomers. And we're going to have Republican leaders tell us that, well, you already have laws on the books that restrict those things. It's just up to the police and the local city council to enforce those laws. When the legislator who's saying that knows that the local city council and mayor and police are not enforcing laws against the stuff that is actually being challenged. A Republican voting against a law that would stop this stuff. A Republican voting against a law that would give dignity and identity back to women. A Republican voting against a law that would stop the blackfacing and the mockery and the misogyny of a male dressing up in exaggerated makeup and costume, in fishnet stockings, knee-high leather boots, a, a cape, a big exaggerated wig and makeup 
that somehow he thinks portrays what women really are. You're going to vote as a Republican to just give that a shrug. You're not going to stop that, and you're still going to claim that you believe in the dignity of women? You're still going to tell me that you're a classical feminist? You're going to tell me that you believe in the innocence of children? You're going to let them be exposed to that when you had an opportunity to sign on to a law that would stop it? This is a problem. I've said many times that if Oklahoma is the reddest of red states and we can't get this stuff right, then the canary in the coal mine, i.e. Oklahoma, is gasping its last breath. And when that canary dies, don't you tell me that everything's okay in Ohio and everything's okay in Tennessee and Kentucky and Texas and Kansas and Nebraska and Iowa and Michigan and Indiana. Don't you tell me that this garbage isn't taking place in your own backyard. That's why you should care about this story. And if you live in Oklahoma and you've heard this show and you don't take action by calling Mr. Strom's office and emailing him, I don't know what more I can do to let you know that this is your state, this is your community, this is your neighborhood. Local control matters. Local government is the only good government. And if you've got a drag queen performer outside your front gate, in front of your house, your property, but yet on a public sidewalk, just inches away from your young son or daughter, if you've got a drag queen performer, a 45-year-old man who gets his kicks out of dressing up like a woman, and then entertaining people in a sexually provocative way, if you're not going to take a stand against that guy standing outside of your house on public property, public sidewalk, or public street, or if your house happens to be right next to the public park, if you're not going to take a stand and tell Mr. Strom, shame on you for not signing on to a bill that would have stopped that, then I would argue that conserving the principles, the ideals, the traditions of Oklahoma, or any other place in the heartland... I would argue that the effort to conserve those principles is lost because we didn't stand up and say, no, you can't ignore this. You can't justify a vote against it. You can't claim to be a Republican and suggest that House Bill 2186 is unnecessary, that it's unnecessary to have a law against a person who wants to engage in an adult cabaret performance which is harmful to minors, or to organize or to authorize the viewing of an adult cabaret performance which is harmful to minors on public property or in a location where the adult cabaret performance could be viewed by a minor. You're seriously going to tell me that you think this law is unnecessary because it'll make powder puff football illegal? <laughs> Are you serious? <sighs> and yet... And yet, the progressive mind wants to argue that it believes in the dignity of women and that it believes in child care. The progressive mind wants to suggest that it has the moral high ground, whereas conservatives are uncaring and unsympathetic to those in need. You know, I'm going to close the show by saying this. Back when the debate was at its peak over the University of Oklahoma Children's Hospital and the $50 million that was in dispute as to whether or not they should receive it if they were going to continue to push transgender therapies and surgeries 
in that hospital, it became national news. And I obviously stood against the hospital's policies of pushing and promoting this trans lunacy, especially on minors. And I didn't think that the hospital should get its $50 million. Um, I didn't think they should ever get it. Even if they said they were sorry, I don't trust them. They haven't had time to verify. Trust, yes, but verify. And the hospital and its administration and OU certainly hasn't verified that they are repentant or they regret at all pushing the trans lunacy on minors. They just wanted their money. Well, in the midst of that, I, I asked Mr. Strom, Judge Strom, to please vote against the $50 million for OU. To be honest, I can't remember whether he did or did not vote against that. But what I do remember is what he told me when I asked him to consider siding with those of us who were concerned. He told me that part of the problem is we need more mental health beds in Oklahoma. We don't have enough right now to meet the need. That he, Mr. Strom, was having to send minors to California and other places to get mental health care. Well, Mr. Strom, I've got a question for you. Do you think the mental health problem in Oklahoma is partly of your own making? Do you think your nihilistic worldview, your suggestion that there's nothing really wrong with drag queen grooming of minors and the sexual confusion, the identity confusion that it causes in the adolescent? Do you think maybe they're suffering mental health like the 17-year-old kid that's screaming F you? Do you think maybe they're behaving that way because of your ideas in the first place? I'm Dr. Ever Piper, and this is The Rebellion.